Hi, my name is Mark Fontaine and welcome back to the Service Design Show. If you're a regular listener, you probably heard me talk about the Circle in the recent months. The Circle is an alliance of and for service design professionals who work in-house. Well, a lot has happened in this alliance in the last year. Like the fact that the number of members has more than tripled in 2022. We now have a diverse mix of professionals from over 10 different countries. And most recently we have started a group for service design professionals in Australia. But maybe the most exciting part about the circle is that it's an ongoing prototype. We keep changing, iterating and evolving the format together with the members. Of course, we have to practice what we preach as service designers, right? In this episode, you'll hear the things we learned in 2022 and what we're going to do in 2023. To make this episode more fun, I invited two active members of the Alliance. That way you'll also hear what their experience has been being on the inside of the circle. This is maybe a bit of a different episode than the interviews you're used to, but I hope you'll enjoy it as much as I did. So having said that, I guess the only thing left to say is, let the show begin. Welcome to the show, Jeannie and Veronica. Hi. Hi, Mark. Hey, good to have you on, uh, my dear Circle Council members. Uh, I'm so happy that we started the Council this year. It's been one of the uh, most valuable innovations in the Circle, I think. Uh, and today we're doing an episode where we're going to reflect on the Circle, maybe look even a bit into 2023. I haven't done this kind of episode before and uh, I'm looking forward to what's, what's coming up. Uh, and I thought, well, I could do one episode reflecting on the circle myself, but it's way more fun to invite some people who actually have um, sort of the inside perspective and happy that you were courageous enough to jump on. Um, before we dive into the uh, questions, we have a bunch of questions. Um, so that's the, uh, that's the format of this episode. We're just going to fire some questions away at each other. But before we do that, um, let's do some uh, personal introductions. So maybe Jeannie, you could start with a brief uh, intro uh, intro about who you are, what you do these days. Yeah. Thank you, Mark. Um, so uh, you know me, I'm Jeannie. For those listening, uh, I'm Jeannie Fung. I am a service design lead at Ford Motors currently. So I work um, on designing experiences inside, outside, and around vehicles. Nice. How about you, Veronica? Well, hi, I'm Veronica. I'm from Mexico, Veronica Vela. Right now, I'm in the construction industry on a big company there. And I'm doing mostly research and kind of, well, and service design, mostly uh, starting connecting the operations with the customer experience and that we have there, that what we want to achieve. And I'm, I'm pretty new there. And actually the team, even that it has been there for four years, it it's making like a shift. So it's just being excited. All right, cool. Uh, I haven't uh, counted how many different countries are represented in the circle, but it seems like it's growing every month. Uh, that's pretty awesome. In the beginning, we had primarily uh, US and Canada represented, and now we have uh, definitely quite a lot more. Um, I mentioned something about the council and I need to clarify that. So um, 
I think it was around summertime when uh, we we were always iterating and updating and prototyping with the circle format, and we were doing um, a half yearly revision a halftime break and seeing what we could do to improve the member experience. And I thought, well, once every six months, uh, that doesn't seem to be enough. I want to do, I want to be more involved in actually improving the member experience. And so the idea for the council was born to have a representation, uh, finding two members of the community who would be interested to um, do this basically on a daily basis. Uh, where we are meeting monthly in the council, but our conversations happen through WhatsApp, uh, sometimes on a daily daily basis, uh, which is pretty cool. And that's also why you're here, because I thought, well, from the Circle Council, you're super involved and you know what's been going on. You've been following this journey. You've been co-creating this journey uh, with me. And uh, that might be a good perspective to share with everybody who's listening today. Um, so that's that's a bit of context around the Circle Council. Now, uh, we have, uh, like I said, over 10 questions, maybe 15 questions in total. Let's see how far we get today and reflect on the Circle. I would like to kick off with the question uh, and uh, get this ball rolling. So um, my question to you, GD, uh, Veronica, um, would be, how would you describe the circle in three words to people who aren't familiar with it? Jenny, uh, what would you say? Three words for me is uh, inviting, international, and I would say supportive. Okay, and for me, then my three words are diverse, which I think is kind of like, it's diverse in many topics. I mean, diverse in topics, diverse in international people that are involved. I also have this one that is joy. It brings me a lot of joy to to be involved in this when it's time to get all together. And my third word is nerd. <laughs> we Nerds. are all kind of... Nerds, yes. I mean, we end up talking about stuff that um, we are passionate about. So, yes. So, diverse, joy, and nerd will be my Ge geeking out words. on service design. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely and and all things uh, around service design. I think that's uh, that's definitely happening as well. All right, thank you. Uh, let's. I'm going to pass on the talking stick to you, Jeannie. Do you have a question for us? I guess a question for you guys is, uh, what's one thing you didn't expect from our Circle community this year? Okay, so from my part, uh, something that I didn't expect actually was how diverse the group is, and I'm, I'm enjoying it. But that was something that I wasn't expecting it. Um, and the other one was some topics that appear not to be um, from like service design at all. I mean, and then we end up super engaging and getting into it. For example, um, the one from that Babby run, the from um, circularity. Circle. Yes, from 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 circular economy. It was pretty surprising for me how we all get that engaged. And I will say that was one of my biggest surprises. Mm. What I didn't expect uh, from the community um, 
is how open people are willing to share personal examples. Of course, I had some mm. hopes that this would happen, but uh, I, yeah, I don't know. It, people are just just open. They uh, and if they aren't open enough, you just have to ask them a question, and then they open up even more. You really get to see the the wins, but also the struggles. Uh, so that definitely has been a, a positive surprise. And the other thing I sort of didn't expect was um, how much the details matter. And what I mean with that is. Uh, it sounds really easy, like let's just get together and have meaningful conversations, but we found that the formats and the community guidelines and how people get into these sessions, like that matters a lot for the quality of the conversations. Um, so the details are, are not the details, but they actually uh, have a huge, huge impact and we're yeah, we're we're improving and challenging and, uh, and testing each and every session. So that that what that's what I didn't expect uh, in the circle. Yeah, I, I I would I would agree, Mark. Yeah, I I think I've I felt the same um, even in the last two two uh, community meetups. Right, the 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 level of of um, planning that our community members put into these sessions. Do you have a question, Veronica? Yes, let me go now. Okay, the question I have for you is, um, how would you describe the circle evolutions since the moment you started? Mm. So uh, I'll pick that one up uh, first. So the, the circle evolution, I think, um, and I was looking back at the start of the year where uh, the number of members would, was definitely less. I think we've tripled the number of members this year. But for me, the biggest evolution has been that it's it's moving away from a focus on a single meeting, a single session to, I don't know how to describe it, but something that feels more like a movement or really a group initiative like... Um, we initially the focus was like just let's get together just once a month and now it really feels like how can we use this this group of smart people to create something that's that's bigger than just these individual sessions that's so i don't know that's that's how it has evolved for me how about you Jeannie? you said it uh the word movement i i definitely felt that it it's kind of like um before it felt like there were some of us in a pond and specifically a pond in maybe North America. And now this pond has grown and, and, and I'm seeing a lot more different, um, you know, attendees and perspective and even the sheer, sheer uh, variety of industries that we're all coming in from is, is telling of how, not only how service design is going, but the, but the need for that uh, supportive community. Uh, so I, that's, you know, in summary, I would, I guess, going back to your question, Vero, is uh, the evolution is from maybe pond to streams. And what I wrote down in my notes, it was about how thrilled I am to see more people from Latin America and from other countries and industries join because it, all, it, it only makes richer the conversations, right? And we can see 
the the gaps we have or how and and how there's no also gaps i mean we are all experiencing the same stuff so we can connect in other ways so i think i have seen that also so uh, let me uh, pick up uh, another question from my list. And we sort of already hinted upon this, but uh, I still want to ask this. Like, what was the most surprising topic uh, that you feel we had this year, Ginny? Personally, for me, I was actually uh, surprised with uh, the topic that Irina uh, covered. And I believe... Uh, forgive me if I don't remember the exact title, but I, I think we were talking about complexity uh, and how how to you know map complex journeys or blueprints. The way the way I understood the topic was not what I um, experienced during the session. I really enjoyed the format of hey, you know, let us show you how we are using it or how the two of us are um, tackling it in our organization. And then we want to do this exercise and we want, want everyone else to try it out. Um, and, and that's kind of the nice thing is that you get a moment to step away from your day-to-day -day job, needing to solve bigger problems and sit down through a simple exercise and realize, hmm, no wonder it's been a tough year for me. As I work through this exercise, the the type of complexity that's going on in my specific workspace and industry is actually very hard to get to a point and say, let's only focus on this area. And so I thought the challenge that um, uh, our speakers brought up really allow you to think in a way that maybe you wouldn't have before. And so I personally enjoyed that topic because I thought I knew everything about, you know, mapping complex journeys. I have saw that episode also. I wasn't able to be in person, but I agree with you, Ginny. That was a pretty interesting yeah, topic. And Irina and Rocio did a pretty good job there. And the other one that for me was surprising was this um, that Rebecca made, well, the, the, from scaling the service design uh, practice. Like the conversation we engage with in terms of like which things we need to delegate, which things we need to do by ourselves, and I think it was pretty interesting. And and we end up making this framework and sharing about how we are handling it in different moments, and then sharing good experience, bad experience. So it was pretty good for me to see all that conversation going there that was one of my my also was one of my first experiences so it was pretty good and um and the other one that for me well I also mentioned it like this Bobby one from the circle economy we end up sharing a lot of personal practices that we end up also getting more into the people's lives beside the work we end up also engaging a lot on how all these digital transformation can get into well the impact it can have on the on the, on this circular economy that I have never thought on. So it was pretty pretty good topics also. I I had those as well on my uh, list like the circular design, circular economy. Like uh, it's the unknown unknown. The, uh, that's what I one of the things I like about this community is that you get to explore and see things that you don't usually 
that sometimes don't encounter in your day-to-day work. And here you are sort of forced into these topics. Um, the topic on scaling service design with Rebecca also was a very good one. And uh, I also wrote down, uh, I think it was the first topic of this year on cultivating influence uh, with Ben. And the reason uh, I had noted that one down is because of the word cultivating influence rather than, I don't know, uh, it's the metaphor of a garden and it's something that you grow and nurture and uh, taking that perspective on influence and stakeholder management, I found that super, super interesting. Uh, but uh, yeah, every session was different, but these three like, uh, yeah, stuck with me. Jeannie, uh, I think uh, you're up next to, to pose a question. Great. So the next question I have for you both is what's been a reoccurring topic or discussion that every, everyone in the circle sort of agrees with? Let me know if you would like me to elaborate on that question. Sure. So I would say that oftentimes there are themes that come, come out of our discussions. And I, I noticed Personally, for me, there are certain topics that everyone gets very passionate about. So what would you say, What uh, if, if you can share with our listeners, what are some of those topics or one that, that really stands out that you think most of us in the circle agrees with? Okay, I will go with metrics. <laughs> We're kind of obsessed with that. And I mean, we end up always, it is one of the conclusions every time we have a a conversation, something related to metric. Like, so we need to start measuring, measuring something. Or also that brings us back to the measuring conversation. Or I think that's a topic that we, we we have always things to explore on, and comments on, and and things to say about it. So I will go for for the metrics topic. What about you, Mark? What I wrote down uh, is the value of exploring the unknown. So this is like a meta topic. Uh, I think I feel that everybody uh, sort of agrees on the fact that getting exposed to conversations and topics that, uh, like I just mentioned, aren't part of your day-to-day business is valuable and it's worth investing two hours of your month uh, into... Yeah, into into being open to new things. So I I I had this meta topic. What about you, Jeannie? Well, I think the two examples you two great uh, shared are so great. So I have to think for a second. Um, but one that comes to mind is actually around the tensions with doing service design uh, with different disciplines. Uh, it comes up sort of here and there. Uh, it. I would say it's it's not the main topic, but I, I do hear from different members on, hey, it's really hard to do this because of our UX team, or it's very hard to do this because of the different designers, uh, you know, have a different point of view on the process. And yeah, so that's the topic that comes up for me. Veronica, do you have a question for us? Yes. And um, what would you say is the biggest value Circle has brought you? So uh i would and i of course i'm answering this question a bit differently because i'm not an in-house service designer so uh i'm experiencing these sessions quite differently than uh, than you are but what i um 
the value that I've seen is the value of human connection. Now, it, it sounds super cheesy and, uh, I don't know, very, very fuzzy and soft. But um, I what I'm seeing in the circle is that when you are able to create human connections, to create friends, uh, that's really the most important thing. And just to give you an example, so as you know, Every new member inside the circle is sort of connected to an existing member and they are invited to connect prior to the session. Um, before you are you are sort of uh, thrown into our, our chaos that, that is called the, the, the session. And I think that human connection, having at least one person who you know at the party, uh, that helps so much to, to bridge the gap between the other members. Um, so yeah, the biggest, the biggest value creating human connections and as soon as possible and just going trying to go beyond slack email and having having meaningful conversations i don't know that's what i that's what i have genie do you have anything better well you say human con connection and i can agree more right that's a that's a pretty great value to have and i think as we live in a more digital age it's easier but also sometimes not exactly quite the same. So the value that I get from joining the circle is really moments like this, right? Like being invited to kind of just talk about things that we enjoy, uh, what we like to do, and uh, connecting with other members inside the circle as well as outside the circle. And I think, you know, spot on, Mark, it's the human connection. It's learning about each other beyond our LinkedIn titles um, and our our you know labels and professional job titles. I think it's it's great to be able to hear about what are the challenges that uh, each of us are facing professionally, but also not only see each other's as professionals, right? Move beyond. Um, so I yeah, that's that's what I think, Veronica. Yes, what I have here it's. It's similar to to Jeannie's in terms of like um, uh, I could someone I could share my passion with. I mean, as community of people, I could share this passion. I I sometimes talk and talk and talk, and people it's like okay, <laughs> and sharing people also like the challenges that you have said, Jeannie, all these tensions that happen and get advice on things that people are living or how they have solved it. So I think that's one of the most valuable things. I have experiment on the circle. I think it's my turn again, right? To uh, to uh, ask a question. Uh, we are we are having uh, we are, the the pace is good. So, um, Jeannie, what would you say makes this community different? Well, I think we touched on this a little bit on a couple of questions earlier. What makes the community different? I would say is that it, one it. It's not just a professional community. It's not like, let's only talk about work, but instead it's unique because many of us that are joining the circle actually enjoy our jobs. Well, I, I, I wanna be careful of the statement that I'm making. <laughs> we enjoy doing the work through service design. And so it really helps to be a part of a passionate community um and sure maybe 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 that's not that doesn't sound like that's 
unique per se. Uh, but I think the format in which we share that passion makes it really unique. You know, it's not just talking. We have anecdotes on how we are moving through problems. We share, you know, examples of our work. And it's just really well thought out exposure to different formats of the discussion every month. Uh, it's never the same. I'm always expecting something different from the host of the of, of the talk. Uh, so I would say that that is the most unique part of it is that there's uh, there's uh, diversity, there's um, you know passion, and there's always something to look forward to. What do you think, Veronica? What I wrote here for me that um, diversity, diversity of backgrounds, um, diversity of nationality diversity of industries. And I also wrote down passion for what we do is pretty notable. And I think um, it sums out what you just said, Jeannie, in terms of like, we, we are all passionate about this, that every session is different. Every session is engaging. And we end up sharing and making a pretty good bond between us, learning from each other. So yes, that, that will be my answer. If I had to answer this, um, I would say size. Uh, so what makes this community different? I would say size. And uh, in the sense that it's, um, you, you could call it small or you could call it intimate. Um, and uh, right now we are even making the, the groups smaller again. Um, so uh, I'm comparing this to uh, what what are being advertised as other communities and they use Facebook groups or Slack or um, I, I'm comparing that to those kind of digital communities. Uh, I think from the very first day, the idea here was to literally be able to sit around a table with each other, enjoy a meal and have good conversations. Like that's, that's the sort of spirit uh we're going for with a circle and it's 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 not a wedding with 200 people it's it's much rather an intimate dinner with i don't know 10 15 close friends and and geeking out like you said veronica over things that you're passionate about so uh, i would say for me that's the thing that makes it different genie can you fire a new question at us yes i will fire a new question and i think it might be a difficult question <laughs> So one of the questions I have is um, we've said multiple times now that, you know, this this community is pretty passionate about the topics we gather around things that we care about. Um, I'm curious to hear if there has been a topic or discussion where we do not agree on something and it might take a minute <laughs> to think through that, but it was was there a topic that was surprisingly passionate in a way where it was maybe a debate or or we were not we we did we had different perspectives around so veronica maybe you can go first yes <clears throat> actually i'm thinking on this um scaling service design sessions we have with rebecca because we end up having it wasn't an agreement situation but we end up doing pretty well and we were following a framework practically. So uh, we were, it was pretty visible. We wish who agree with and who do not agree with in terms of like 
which activities we should be delegating and which activities we'll be doing ourselves as service design, like which things we can be delegating, which things we cannot. That was a pretty good example, I think, on topics we do not agree on and which topics we agree, we do disagree on. And But it was pretty good because we end up discussing why you think that kind of debating. And I think that was one of the first things I saw in terms of disagreements on. The other topic, I think it's related on metrics. I think even that we want to talk about it and we end also saying we don't have a full agreement on which are the most important metrics we need to use as baseline, for example. And we share a lot of what we have done, what we have seen. And, but I think it's a continuous topic that we haven't just have a full agreement on. Yeah, so those both topics. What we should be doing and delegating and which metrics we need to use as baseline. What I, what do you think, Mark? I actually didn't have an answer to this one. So this is one of the few questions in prep that I didn't have an answer to. Um, like you said, that there are definitely people who have multiple or different perspectives on topics, which I think is absolutely enriching. Um, I don't think I've come across a session where we have like very strong opinions and people disagree upon. I think it's a very respectful conversation always, and it's much more people approach things from a curious standpoint. So rather than not agreeing with someone is more like curiosity. Mm, that's interesting. Tell me more about it. So I don't know. Uh, I'm curious. Did, Jenny, did, did you experiencing, did you experience some disagreements? And if so, which ones? Not quite. So this is why I said this is going to be a difficult question, Mark. Uh, I, I, that's also something I think I notice is unique and special in our community is that there are nuances in every perspective. There's always someone that says, oh, I would approach it this way or I've done it this way differently. And so um, I whether I wouldn't say disagreement, I think I think there are maybe um, I haven't. I haven't explicitly heard this, but I do think that there's still maybe a hot topic on what exactly should service designer responsibilities be. And, and we haven't heard it like openly as like a debate per se, but I, I think I, I hear it in different conversations of, I want to do this, but there's this tension with this team in my organization, or it feels like this process is in the way of service design. Um, so I was just kind of curious if anyone else picked that up in some of our sessions, but maybe maybe that could be a, a, a topic or discussion for the next year. Yes. And, and I think what you are just saying, it kind of also goes to this topic that which things we will be doing, which things we are not doing, uh, delegating stuff like that. Yes, I, I agree with you on that side. And, and to your point, Mark, and I will just be super quick on this. Just there's no a real disagreement, but I mean, we are, and I don't know if it's because of our mindset that will always be positive, constructive and stuff like that on our daily basis. But we are also like just talking like, okay, tell me more about it and learn from that. Yes. Yeah, I agree that it's that curious and learning mindset that definitely seeks into, seeps into our conversations. Um, Veronica, do you have another question for us? Yes. 
and it's more about which is your small win this year in terms of like um, the learnings that you have take from the circle and that you have applied. Yeah, I, I'm I'm going again a different perspective than you have, but uh, my small win is thinking about how to make people feel at home. Um, and in this case, in our case, it's in an online environment, but I'm also in general, just I've been reading a lot this year about uh, meetings, gatherings, hostings, a few really, really good books. And just thinking about how to create spaces where people feel welcome, uh, how to create spaces where people feel safe, whether that's online or offline. So. Um, my win for this year would be, be thinking about and designing spaces where people feel welcome and, and safe. What about you, Jeannie? My small win is really getting to know some of our circle members. Uh, for me, it's always difficult to make time, uh, especially when you're, if you're the lone wolf in a big organization, there's always more that you can do. But I think I, I'm trying to push myself to uh, take this community as a sort of an extended family, right? And to really get to know one or two members a little bit more outside of the circle, which uh, I'm starting to do. And you never know, right? You never know. Uh, just uh, being able to learn more about each other and each other's work, it, it just, it, you, it's like graduation, you look forward to like next year in the circle, like I'll see you again next year. Um, so that that's my kind of small win and focus on how do I foster these like meaningful uh, connections around service design and, and um, individual interests outside of, you know, the organization that you're already in. I love what you just said, Jeannie. I mean, it's pretty great that you're able to, to surpass this. I mean, and to extend it, I like it. And, and from my side, what I have is um, actually having some time to think on the topics. I need to make time to think because when you are in the day-to-day, -day, you are just solving, solving, solving. I don't know. You're like in this mode. And even that I have said to myself, like, okay, I need to make time for think on this. It's, it's pretty hard to get it. So this, the circles have become that, like that time for reflection that I need to take on. And I think that's also my, like I'm in a small win. And, and all the learnings, I, I always go back, like, sorry, end up these sessions with a learning or something that I want to apply on. So that will be my, my answer. Yeah, I think it's my turn again. Um, Quick question, uh, Jenny. What would you have missed were it not for the circle? I can share a lot here, but I'm going to keep my response <laughs> short. I think what I would have missed out on is just the richness of discussions across industries and across, you know, uh, regions. It's easy to maybe show up to your local service design network, Chicago chapter. Or, and have kind of the same topics, same challenges. I think what I would have missed is the opportunity to see service design evolve in different ways, um, e even outside of my own 
own industry and job. So that, that usually I feel like, you know, you miss these conversations and maybe if you're lucky to attend a big conference, it all comes at you at once. But instead I get to see sort of the seeds being planted in different spaces by different people and um, actually understand the context of uh, some of the themes that might be circling and the broader community. Uh, so that that's for me. What about you, Veronica? Yeah, for me, what I wrote down is connecting with people. When I say connecting with people, it's uh, with more survey designers, with more people that even that they don't have this on their title at itself. I mean, they are doing it. Uh, people from other backgrounds. I mean, in terms of, for example, um, Sarah, which is from data, right? I mean, it, it, I think it's it's impressive that we can be able to connect with people from those industries that we have never, I, I have never imagined. I mean, that, that will be my, my answer, connecting with people. What about you, Mark? Do you have any... Yeah, 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 for sure. I, I would have missed a lot, just like Jeannie said. And uh, if I had to summarize it, I was thinking about this, speaking metaphorically, um, I would have missed the people who are dancing at the party. So uh, let me explain that. Uh, like, I've been publishing content for a very long time, at least it feels for a very long time. And that can be quite um, uh, a lonely journey. So you put out stuff into the world and you you hope that it lands on uh, in the right spots and people actually do something with it. But uh, there is no real dialogue and you sort of often feel like you're <laughs> the only crazy person dancing uh, at the party and everybody is sitting, or you hope that everybody is sitting <laughs> on the sides and, and, and sort of also enjoying the party. But I think what the circle has brought me and I would have missed if it were not for the circle is that now like a bunch of other crazy people dancing with me like having these conversations and enjoying themselves and interacting and uh, that makes that makes the entire process for me as well uh, a lot more fun so i would have missed uh, other people dancing at the party so uh almost time to wrap up i don't know how many questions we did exactly but uh a lot uh let's just do one more uh because uh it's fun and this one is a bit forward looking um Jeannie, how would you imagine the circle f five years from now it's a long time but what do you envision when you think about the circle in five years? I think five years from now, what I would hope to see and hear is that a lot of these discussions um, show up as some sort of like time capsule. And so members who have joined, whether they're still with us in, in five years, can look back and have an artifact and say, wow, I was a part of that, like that. That was a great period of time uh, where I had these friends, like sort of like a graduation book, right? You look back and you say, I, I remember, you know, Veronica from the circle. I remember so-and-so from the circle and I still keep contact with them. But uh, five years from now, hopefully it would become, you know, something that is in person as well. Uh, I know this started as remote. I, I think we're, we're, I love the format. I, I, I can't wait to see what it could be in the future if this was in person. What do you think, Veronica? Actually, I also had like these in-person meetings as a big community because I'm imagining like in five years will be a bigger community. So we will be enough 
people to not only gather ourselves in digital conversations with everyone else, because connection around the world, I think is super important and we need to keep it up. Uh, but also I, I'm imagining that we'll be having also like local gatherings or, I don't know, or where you are, someone gets near to you and you can be having all this. And also, I'm, I don't know, I'm, I'm also imagining that because in five years, we're going to be having a lot of topics discussed. <laughs> Maybe we will be able to even have like, a, who will be saying that we will not be hosting our own conferences? I mean, or having a book of learnings, right? I don't know. It, it will be, I think it's, it's, the future is excited. Let's see what, what we can see in five years. Let, let's talk in five years to see <laughs> if what we have, what we said, it's, it's something that happened. What about you, Mark? Yeah, so I love this question, and it's uh, it's a good one to open up and think, uh, step away from the day to day of uh, hosting the circle. What I hope is uh, that in five years from now, we will see that this community is um, advancing, helping to advance our entire practice, our entire field. So right now, I'm hoping that it's helping individuals, and um, I, I really see the potential of these individuals um, sort of shaping our community, shaping our practice, uh, setting the agenda, setting examples, uh, helping people, I don't know, by defining best practices or giving guidance or, and this is what, of course, we're also trying to do with these podcast episodes to share and spread uh, the the learnings from, from the uh, conversations we're having inside. But I really... I really hope that we'll be able to look back and say, well, you know what? That's this group of passionate in-house service design professionals really accelerated the adoption and the quality of how service design is being practiced inside organizations. That would be that would be really awesome. Um, and I also have things with regards to people having met in person. Uh, and that refers back to the fact that I really think that making friends uh, is is also a key value of what we're doing. So when people can get together and meet, that would be awesome. And I, I don't think that's really far away if I look at how many people we already have from Toronto and like the US is, uh, is going like crazy. Uh, so it shouldn't take too long before we actually have some physical in-person meetups, circle gatherings. Yeah, that's that's my five-year vision. Let's wrap it up uh, with this uh, final question. Uh, this was our uh, sort of improvised, spontaneous, organic reflection on the circle uh, for the last 12 months, uh, 2022. Really excited what 2023 will bring. I'm sure a lot of things we cannot expect or anticipate right now, just uh, as it did uh, this year. Jeannie, Ronica, I want to thank you for being part of the Council, uh, thank you for helping me to help shape and design this member experience. I definitely see the value of this and uh, it's definitely going to continue into the next year. So thanks again for hopping on and sharing your thoughts with uh, the community over here. Thanks for having us, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Jeannie. I really hope that you enjoyed this conversation. Like I said, it's a bit of a different format than we usually do on the show. So let me know how the experiment turned out and if we should do this more often. 
Once again, I want to give a huge shout out to Veronica and Ginny for coming on the show and sharing their experience. If you have any questions about The Circle, feel free to reach out to them via LinkedIn. The links to their profile are in the show notes. Or if you want to learn more about The Circle, head over to servicedesignshow.com circle. There you'll find all the details, how to apply and become a member of this alliance. So that's servicedesignshow.com slash circle. And of course, you'll also find the link in the show notes of this episode. My name is Mark Fontaine and I want to thank you for spending a moment in your day with me. It's an absolute honor and pleasure. Keep making a positive impact and I'll catch you very soon in a brand new episode of The Service Design Show. See you then.